Hello, everybody, and welcome to Rebelcast, a podcast dedicated to bringing you news and events and just really what's going on around Bond County Central High School. Today is Friday, February 18th, and welcome to episode three of season two of Rebelcast. We got a lot to do this week, a lot to recap since our last episode. I'm so happy to be back with you guys. But before we get started today, let's just make the announcement that there is no school on Monday. It is President's Day, so make sure to enjoy your extra long weekend. This is like the first time we've had a uh, five-day week, I feel like, in a while. But anyways, really excited to have the Monday off. It's been a long week this week. I know we're all ready for the weekend. But... An announcement to make, so prom is April 9th, if you did not know, and if you have any ideas on prom and how you think you can help or an idea for the theme or anything, please reach out to me or any member of the junior student body, or not student body, my apologies, any member of student government for the juniors because we are in charge of planning it or reach out to Miss Warren. She's involved with it as well, but we need ideas because we want to make this prom very special for everyone involved. But anyways, guys, we've got a big episode coming up for you. We've got Lainey and Avery with Exploring OC, and they are going to be sitting down and talking with our brand new photography club here at Central. And I think it's a wonderful interview. You know, I think Photography Club's really a really, really good idea. And I think it'll really soar. We have Cameron with Hidden Gems of OC, where he is going to sit down with Rachel Cockrum. And they're going to be talking about the Drama Club's newest production, Grease, which will be coming out um, here later this year. And it's a wonderful interview. Rachel's always a good guest Um has been on before to talk about the renaissance fair we have me with my senior spotlight where i'm sitting down with mr warren malone and we're going to talk a little basketball and a little bit about himself we have a preview of the boys soccer season with our head coach coach johnston and we also have austin's teacher over the week where he sits down with a very very special teacher that just makes central a better place but Guys, that's really all I have for the intro here. So without further ado, let's get it started with Laney and Avery and Exploring OC. Guys, let's get it. Hey Rebels, welcome to Exploring OC. I'm Avery Hill. And I'm Laney Taylor. And today we are joined by Miss Corey Tucker and James Crowell. And we're going to be talking to them about our school's photography club. Okay, so first off, Miss Tucker, what led you to want to start the photography club? Well, um, our after-school program is full of different activities, and I just really felt like um, Photography Club would be a good addition. It kind of introduces a career field that many people may not think about. Um, It could be a new business venture for someone, you know, who wants to learn about photography. Um, I just felt that it would be a good coming together of people who are creative, but didn't really know how to have an outlet for their creativity. For sure, for sure. It also opens up just like more diversity to um, clubs because I don't know, I've never seen another school that has a photography club or anything like that. I agree, I haven't either. And um, it was just something that James and I just thought it would be a really uh, good way to to bring people together that maybe didn't have a club that they belong to and this would be a club for them. Yeah, for sure. 
Okay, so bouncing off of that, what kind of student do you think would want to join the photography club? Um, I think an artistic student, um, someone who enjoys photography, um, maybe even someone who enjoys sports, but they don't play sports, but they like to go to the sporting events. Yeah, like um, something. yeah, and they like to maybe take pictures and put them on Instagram. Um, someone who's really into being an influencer on social media. You know, I know there's a lot of kids that do that in our school even that we don't even know about. And, um, and those kids would be a perfect fit for our photography club because if they're positive and they want to have a good influence on their community, the photography club would be a good place for that. All right. And uh, so we've talked about why you want to start it, what kind of student would want to join. Um, whenever you actually get into the meetings, what do those meetings look like right now? Um, well, currently we've had one successful meeting because of all of the scheduling conflicts and weather and things like that. So we've had one good meeting and, um, and that meeting consisted of just uh, a few people having conversations about what they felt, you know, made a good photo. You know, what parts of a photo do they um, feel are important? Um, what do you need to look for in a good photo? Um, we uh, shared some photos that we have taken, um, personal photos that we've taken of landscapes, and we shared articles about different photographers um, in our state of Tennessee who take photos and how they're making a living doing that and we always end our our meetings with a challenge for the next week so it could be anything from you know here's a scavenger hunt like a photo scavenger hunt and bring back your findings on the next meeting or it could be um you know here's a challenge you need to go to a, a basketball game or a football game or a soccer game and take a picture of something there so just that's cool something fun yeah sure so what are some future plans for photography different backdrops like throughout school and like they can get their like a dress up day and they can get their picture made with a friend or a cousin yes and like um during ball games they can like have a backdrop like out in the gym and get their picture made yeah. like I feel like that would really build a culture of positivity at Central where people feel they belong, um, where people might feel that they can express themselves on social media in a positive way about being an Obine County Central Rebel. Um, even people who went to school here before, like parents and grandparents, it could be a sense of nostalgia for them um, to have like a picture of themselves with their, their current student and have that once a rebel, always a rebel you know, feeling come back. Yeah, that's super important and cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you, Miss Tucker. Thank you, James. It was good talking to y'all. Uh, I guess we'll send it back to Alex. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Miss Tucker, and thank you, Lane and Avery, for a wonderful interview. I really think Photography Club is such a cool idea. I think that you guys um, have a lot of good ideas for the startup and where you guys can take it. I always love to put in um, pictures in the fair. To win some money that way i always thought it was fun to you know just go throughout the year and just take cool pictures with your phone because phone cameras are literally so awesome like the fact that i can just pull out a camera out of my phone and just take a picture of anything and it'd be like look professional that's crazy i mean it's awesome but uh, i honestly am thinking about joining that club as well but i would definitely encourage anyone to join that club because you know i think it's a very inclusive group but anyways guys moving on we have a announcement that the act is coming up soon in march 
So for any senior who wants to retake it or any all juniors, you are going to be taking the ACT. So be ready, prepared up for that. Just know that the ACT is an important test and whether you like it or not, it is the way to get scholarship money for college and it is a very important test for you. And we can sit here and debate all we want about whether it's a good idea or not. I know how I feel definitely, but it is what it is. So you got to be ready to take it and give it your best shot. But next we have Cameron with Hidden Gems of OC, and he's going to be sitting down with Rachel and talking about Greece. Now, Rachel's been on here before. If you remember a couple episodes back, we talked about the Renaissance Fair that the Drama Club put on, and it was awesome. I think it went really well. They had a major turnout, and um, now they're having one of their plays that they have throughout the years, and they're going to be doing Grease, and Rachel is going to be talking a little bit about what goes into production and Drama Club. Cameron, take it away. Hey guys, my name is Cameron Edwards, and this is Hidden Gems of OC. I'm here with Rachel Cockrum, a returning interviewee of the podcast. But instead of talking about the Renaissance Fair this time, we're going to be talking about their upcoming play in May, Greece. So Rachel, who is the character that you play as? I play Sandy. She is um, the lead lady in the play. Also a very important role in the play. Yeah, no pressure, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, what kind of character does... What was her name again? Sandy. Sandy have Like, what's her personality? She's very innocent. She's naive. Um, very dreamy and, you know, kind of head in the clouds. Um, <laughs> um, for lack of a better phrase, she's a blonde. I mean, I have <laughs> oh, okay. to wear a blonde wig for this play. So, oh, so yeah. you just... Okay, I understand. Yeah, I understand. completely different. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> without really spoiling it, what exactly happens in the play with Sandy? Okay. Um, Greece is set in the 50s. Mm -hmm. um, so at the beginning of the play, um, if any of you have ever seen the movie Greece, it's slightly different. It's not going to be the exact same plot line. The gist is the same, but it's a little different. Basically, she goes, starts going to this school, and the boy that she spent the summer with goes to the same school, but when she shows up, he acts like, who is this girl? Like, I've never met her. And so she spins the whole play like angry at him and then she loves him again and then she's angry again and in the end she makes a decision and you'll just have to come see the play in may 13th oh, through 15th wow. to see what happens i see what you're doing there mm -hmm. okay that was that was pretty smooth so again like you said she's the main female role correct yes. how much work in time goes into like being the character herself okay. do you think so, um, Dylan Davis, he was, you know, he's been leads in plays before he graduated last year. He actually came to one of our practices this week and he had us do our character motivations and we had to stand in a circle and one of us got in the center and we described who our character was, what motivates them, every move that they make, every word that they say, what is their reason for saying that? And so it's not just that five minutes where you say it in class and that's your motivations. You have to, you have to learn your lines. Mm -hmm. It's so many times watching that movie over and over again, like watching her, who am I? Um, you have to study your character almost to the point of them being your best friends. So you understand how they work so you can portray them the same way. Mm -hmm. And so how much work do you think goes into not only being that character just by yourself, 
but also interacting with the other characters inside the play. Oh, it's just, it's hours and <laughs> hours of practices because we have class in the mornings. We have a first period is theater. Mm -hmm. And then we have practices Tuesdays and Wednesdays for an hour and a half. Gosh. And we just started that this semester. So it is, it's constant. We've been doing dancing since the semester started. Oh. Um, me and Madison Bixler spend two periods a day choreographing. Wow. Um, and then first period teaching that choreography and practices teaching choreography. And next is blocking. Blocking is, you know, setting the scene. You mm -hmm. read your lines, you make sure you know where you're supposed to move, what steps you're supposed to make. And then finally is singing. Oh, and gosh. Oh, it's, we're dreading it because that is probably the most complicated part. Oh, I couldn't imagine. I mean, not only being able to act, but also be good at singing. And dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and dancing, sorry. Almost no, forgot about that. don't forget the dancing. Um, it's definitely a lot of work. Um, we spend a lot of time on these shows, and but it, we love to do it. We love mm. to put on these shows for y'all. So when do you think that you'll actually start practicing inside the theater? Um, that will be the week before the show. It's called Tech Week. Mm -hmm. Tech Week is, it'll be the week leading up to the show, and we will go every day after school, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday will be our play days and we go immediately after school and we stay and we practice until most of the time it's about six o'clock, 6.30 or until Miss Molly lets us leave. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Molly is a very, she's a character. Yes, it's, she's very passionate yes, about what she does. That's the word. Yes. <laughs> How long is the play itself? Oh, plays like this tend to run roughly two hours. Gosh. Um, there's two acts with a 10 to 15 minute intermission in the middle. Mm -hmm. And when you put the acting and the singing together along with uh, scene changes and the curtain call mm -hmm. and uh, Miss Molly getting up there and announcing everything before the show starts, it's two to two and a half hours. Man, and it's just constant. It doesn't stop, it, basically. It doesn't. You just, you go, 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 and it starts, and you do your first scene, and when you're in the backstage, it goes by like that. Mm -hmm. Like, it takes no time at all, and you know, you think you put in, you know, these months of work for three days of two and a half hour shows, and then it's over, but it's so worth it. I think I've asked about all I could ask you about the play itself without getting too much into it to yeah. where the people have to go and watch it themselves to get the full Absolutely. experience. Are there any lasting comments you want to say? Um, thank you for having me. Well, I love doing interviews for Rebelcast. Um, and I encourage all of you listening to come see the play May 13th, 14th, and 15th. It'll be a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. The Friday and Saturday show will start at 7 and the Sunday show will start at 2. Well, thank you, Rachel. You're welcome. You have thank been you. a great interviewee, and this has been Hidden Gems of OC. My name is Cameron Edwards, and I will see y'all next week with a new segment. Thank you, Cameron, and thank you, Rachel. And I got to tell you guys, there is nothing more fun than going to a production of our drama club at the Masquerade Theater. I've been to several throughout my years of high school, and they are always wonderful productions. I mean, they're they're funny. They have unique 
characteristics that make them stand out. And I can tell you that it is definitely worth coming out on May 13th through 15th. Just find some time out of your schedule or mark it down on your calendar right now. But you guys need to go see our drama club if you've never seen them before. They are really a special group and Miss Molly does a wonderful job with them. And speaking of Miss Molly... We may be hearing from her again coming throughout the podcast. I don't mean to spoil Austin's Teacher of the Week, but Miss Molly is coming up. So we're going to get to hear a little bit about Miss Molly herself and why she is just such an awesome teacher. But just because it's long, I want to add, does not mean it's bad. I know some of the kids our age have short attention spans. And when Rachel mentioned that the play is two and a half hours long, they're like, oh my goodness, I cannot sit through that. But I'm telling you, every minute of that play is going to be interesting. There's always going to be something going on. Back in middle school, I used to be in plays myself, and I can tell you that they put in so much work into their craft, and it is amazing to see it all come together out there on the stage, especially with the singing. I never sang when I did Drama Club at Hillcrest. Thank goodness I didn't. So I even give them props for even going up there and singing it at all. But guys, I hope you guys decide to go and see Grease and maybe watch the movie before you go because it's a great movie as well. And just consider going to see our drama club's production of Grease. But moving on to our next segment, we have Senior Spotlight where I'm going to be talking with Warren Malone about our basketball team and just what's going on. So without further ado, here is Senior Spotlight. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Rebelcast Senior Spotlight. Today, I'm joined here with a returning guest, actually, of the podcast. He was on one of our first episodes of last year. That is right. I'm here with football player and basketball player, Warren Malone. Warren, how are you today? Good. How are you? All right, Warren, let's jump right into our questions for you today. So, Warren, You've dedicated a lot of your time to playing football throughout your life, but you're playing basketball. And why is it that you are playing basketball? I just enjoy the sport of basketball, and uh, I've been playing since I was a little kid. We've, us as a friend group, has always been playing since we were little kids, and it's just, I, I enjoy it. That's true, and I, it's really true that you guys have been playing since you were kids. Y'all have always been such a tight-knit group of basketball players and just athletic people. And it, it's really interesting to have seen you grow as a group all the way from, heck, peewee basketball, really. But so let's talk about your competition and your um, just drive when it goes into practice. When you step on the practice floor, you always go at it your hardest. Is that true? Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And it's something that I see out of you and your other seniors. You guys have that sort of connection when you get on the floor together. And so can you just tell me a little bit about the companionship that you have with your other teammates and the seniors? Well, the majority of us have been friends since pre-K, and we went from playing peewee to middle school to now in high school and in between we play in driveways one-on-one three-on-three stuff like that all the mm-hmm. time so we've just played so long together we know all the 
tricks up our sleeves and everything like that. So we're we're good teammates to each other for sure. Absolutely. And I have another question for you that is football related, but do you think playing football helps with your basketball skills? Personally, I do because football will put you in a weight room every single day and get you stronger. Mm-hmm. To get out on the basketball court, it'll make you more of a hustle player, which every team needs. Definitely. And I just, overall, yes, I do think it does help you as a basketball player. Because, I mean, you play down low in the post, and your most important job is to get those rebounds and get those putbacks. And being able to be that strong guy on our team is just... So, Warren, if you could have one word to describe yourself, what do you think that word would be? I would be no, I would be like to known as leader just by the way I try and show myself with my actions instead of my words and you know it it's all right to do sports it's all right to do after school activities it's all right to do everything for the school getting the pep club getting involved it's all right to do all that and also make good grades and also you know just be the best student you could be and help your school to succeed and be the best school around here. Mm-hmm. Because our school is in competition with other schools around here, whether you you know know that or not. And our student body should be the biggest influence on making our school the best. That's absolutely true. It, it's up to the students to make our school as good as it can be. Yeah. So, Warren, what is an impact that you want to leave on OC as you enter the last half of your senior year? Like I said, I just want to be be a leader for OC and show that, you know, be an example that you you can do that as a student. Absolutely. And before I let you go, Warren, what is one funny moment or memorable moment from basketball this time that you can remember or recall right now? say that again what is one funny moment that you can remember or remember or shoot <sighs> okay what is one funny moment or memorable moment that you can think of just right now from basketball probably us playing the little sister school South Fulton <laughs> and uh, you know there was I don't know. There's South Fulton's always that team that talks the talk but can never walk the walk. Mm-hmm. And we 60 paced them at, on our home court. That was a good feeling. And yeah. I'm, I'm sure it was as a player as well. Well, Warren, before I let you go today, is there anything else you want to say or no. shout out here? I'm good. All right, Warren. Well, Warren, I wish you luck on the rest of your season. And hopefully our Rebels can have a good district play and get a good seed in the tournaments. But Warren, thank you for coming today. And I appreciate everyone tuning in to RebelCast Senior Spotlight. We'll be back at you again next week with a new senior. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Warren, for sitting down with me to talk about just basketball and what you plan to do after high school. Um, Best of luck for you and the boys and, and girls going into the district tournament because we played our last regular season home game on Tuesday night. It was a... It was the best game I've seen all year, guys. I'm telling you. we It, it just felt like everything came together on that Tuesday night against Dyersburg. And I'm telling you, it couldn't have came at a better time. Because Dyersburg is a really quality ball team. And to see us 
really just play with them and beat them as hard as we did is just really really a good sign going into the district tournament and the girls as well they played a heck of a ball game against Dyersburg and they're coming into the tournament hot ready to roll but I can tell you that we both play Crockett County this weekend actually the girls play today at 7:30 in Dyersburg if you have not already made plans to go you need to go because that is a big time ball game and if we can win that game I believe that we would host a region game I'm not sure if I'm true on that but I believe if you make it to the district championship you are allowed to host in the first round of the region so definitely need all the fan support we can get out there in Dyersburg our boys will be playing at Dyersburg as well against Crockett County on Saturday at six o'clock and that one's going to be a good game if you haven't already maybe you need to pre-order your tickets online because they're worried that the crowd's going to be really tight and you may not be able to get a ticket at the door so just a heads up there and just a final district standings lookout in the boys side coming in at first place are your very own Obine County Central Rebels then behind them is Dyersburg Coming in third place is Dyer County, and last place is Dyersburg. Or not Dyersburg, Crockett County, my apologies. But that's how the boys is shaping up, Dyer County and um, Crockett, not Crockett County. Dyer County and Dyersburg are going to be playing on Saturday as well to determine who will play in the championship game. And on the girls' side, we have Dyer County coming in first place. Central in second place, I believe, with a coin flip because they tied with Crockett County for the second best record. And then Dyersburg in last place. Dyer County will play Dyersburg on Friday, and Central will be playing Crockett County. So please take the time out of your day to go and support your school because there's nothing like a good atmosphere at a ball game. If you were at the game Tuesday, you know exactly what I mean. Just a shout out to the Pep Club on Tuesday. It was the best atmosphere I've seen at a game all year, maybe even in two years, three years. It was it was electric, and it just felt good to beat up on an old rival in Dyersburg. But that's all we have time for with the basketball talk. We'll have another update on them come next RebelCast. But moving on to our next segment, we have a preview of the boys' soccer season with coach head coach Daniel Johnston and I got to talk with him after a soccer practice about just what he expects out of the season and without further ado here is coach Johnston. Hello everybody welcome to a special segment of Rebelcast where I'm here with the head coach of the boys and girls soccer team here at O'Bion County Central High School coach Johnston. Coach how are you today? Awesome. That's great, Coach. Coach, I just want to take a second to talk with you about the upcoming boys season and just get your outlook and just really just explain how soccer works to somebody who may not know. So, Coach. How soccer works? Yes, how soccer works. I mean, soccer is uh, really one of the... The easiest way to explain right. it is uh, when I send out the schedule to the school, everybody show up to the first game oh. and then you'll learn really quick. That's a, it's a very good statement. Um, a rough way to say it is... Uh, Basketball on a football field with a whole lot more people. That's a good way to look but at it. But you can't coach. use your hands. Just no your hands. Feet. Just your feet. It's a feet sport. And goaltending is allowed. <laughs> goaltending. 
Coach, so um, from last season, we had a good season, a good group of seniors mm-hmm. come in and leave, but now we've got a new group of seniors. There's not that many of them, isn't that? Is that right? I don't know the exact number, but we are. I don't really know how many seniors we have. I have to look that up. Okay. Well, Thanks for bringing that to my attention. Well, uh, but we do have leaders, and that's what matters. Yes. Um, they may not be seniors, but we do have some leadership this year. Uh, we did lose quite a lot mm-hmm. of skill and leadership, but uh, some guys have already stepped up just doing conditioning, open facility mm-hmm. uh, this far in the off season. Absolutely. Uh, it's looking good. Um, I have high hopes. Uh, we are in a tough district with uh, Dyersburg and South Gibson, who are consistently good because they play year-round uh, with travel teams and stuff. But um, uh, I think we'll be able to hang. I'm looking forward to it. So, Coach, I got two questions for you before I let you go. What makes a good soccer team? A good soccer team? Mm. It's kind of a trick question because um, if you ask the world, mm-hmm. They want highly skilled players and wins, 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 wins. That's not necessarily my take on the sport, especially at the high school level. I'm looking more for who's coachable, who's uh, willing to be a teammate. Um, of course, have a little fun, and wins always help. But Absolutely. Um, uh, really looking for someone that can be a team player. So mm-hmm. as far as players go, now being a team, that's going to come with time. And uh, we've got quite a few returning players so I think we'll have a good team um, as far as that goes being able to play with each other um, I don't know what else to say <laughs> you have to edit that out all right well and my What's last question my last question for you coach is what is your favorite soccer memory you've had throughout all your years of coaching here all my years of coaching uh, 2013 always stands out because we did uh, win the region and uh, we're one overtime goal away from going to the state tournament. Oh, that's... Which we hosted, so we'd, we'd like to get to that spot again, maybe even definitely, go a little further. Definitely, uh, And we have potential. We'll just have to see what happens. How many, how many years have you uh, been a coach slash teacher here at Central? Uh, I coached two years before I uh, started teaching, so my 11th year of teaching, 13th year of coaching here at Central. What do you do at Central? I teach health science classes and coach soccer. And if I remember correctly, host advisor, host advisor. Didn't Austin interview you a few weeks ago for Teacher of the Week? He did, and it was probably the best, other than this one, of course, the oh, best interview Definitely. I've ever Definitely. had in my life. Well, coach, that's really all I have for you. Hopefully, the the soccer team can make a run for the state tournament. When's the first home game, coach? Good question. Uh, as soon as I look at my schedule, I'll be able to tell you. All right. But I will send that out to everyone's email, mm-hmm. and then they can uh, plan that in their calendar. Definitely. I'll come out and support. Definitely, Coach. Well, Coach, I appreciate your time for this interview. Hopefully, we can have a good soccer season. And this has been a little interview with the head coach, Coach Johnston. Coach, thanks for coming on. Anytime. All right. Thank you, Coach, for taking the time out of your day to talk with me about the upcoming soccer season. I'm really excited for it myself. And if you did not know already, myself, Cameron, and Avery are all members of the soccer team. So we're really hoping that we can have a good season, really make something of ourselves. I really think we have a lot of talent on there. It just depends on if we can come together as a team and execute our game plan. But really excited for our upcoming games. I will definitely be sure to let you guys know when the first games are so that way you guys can come out and support because you know other sports need their spotlights too i mean 
baseball. People need to show up to the baseball games. People need to show up to the softball games, soccer games, heck, even the tennis matches. Shout out to Austin. But you definitely need to show up and support your school because they would do it for you in a heartbeat. And it just builds a good culture around Central. So be sure to take the time to show up to some spring sports once basketball gets done. But Really appreciate all that the Pep Club does. They've been amazing this year at showing up at away games or showing up at home games. Really good job. But now for our final segment of the day, we have Austin's Teacher of the Week, where, unfortunately, I've already spoiled it. It is Miss Molly Scott, and she is going to be talking a little bit about herself and just what makes her such a cool teacher, whether she'll admit it or not. But here is Austin with Teacher of the Week. Hey Rebelcast, uh, I'm with my segment this week, uh, Teacher of the Week, and this week I'm interviewing Molly Scott. Hello, Miss Molly. How are Hi. you? Hi, I'm great. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. You know, just interviewing you. Yeah. Um, so jumping straight to the questions for people who somehow do not know you, you're a very energetic person. What do you teach? I teach English and theater. English and theater. Mm-hmm. Um, out of uh like the two like which is probably not like class wise obviously not picking you know like favorites between periods but like what is your favorite class to teach like subject at least yeah you know i like teaching theaters of course like my passion it's really fun we get to Mm -hmm. do a lot of fun things but i the cool thing about english is that it you know theater and english go really well together Mm because you know you're reading and you're acting you're yeah i get to do like mesh them together a lot i guess so With plays and stuff mm-hmm. in you. I can see that. Okay. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. So it's like kind of perfect for you. You get the best of both worlds kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so as like for teaching drama and English, what like what is the best thing about like teaching both of those subjects? Because that's not like drama is kind of like a like a really special like extracurricular and then English is like also kind of special in its own way I think yeah it definitely is I think it leads to my favorite part about teaching which is relationships Mm -hmm. and just like relationships with kids and Mm -hmm. um it works with you know my English students a lot you know you build relationships and you you see them out and you know it's just kind of a different bond than with my theater kids it's like a family like it Mm -hmm. it breaks your heart every year 100% like you love them you get attached to them and then Mm -hmm you're devastated when they leave yeah that must and then you have like new and then mm-hmm. that must kind of be a little get weird. your heart broken all over you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> what's like kind of your philosophy at least for like how you like have this like the, the relations with these students and stuff like do you have any like rules or like you treat them a certain way like respect you get respect back or anything like that yeah i mean i just think it's very organic Mm-hmm. The way you have, like, you can't think about it too hard as far as, like, oh, I'm going to have, I don't know, this set of guidelines that I go by. It's mm-hmm. more like you got to think of them like people more yeah. so than, like, yeah, you think of them like students. You're the adult or the kid, but they're mm-hmm. just, they're people and you're people. And you just got to mm-hmm. all be people together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so you just uh, try to find something, you know, about them that you can comment on and mm-hmm. just kind of build a relationship. And, yeah go from there and you know yeah I kind of understand that I understand that. that's a really great way to teach uh, trust me as a student that's like amazing like to hear a teacher doing that um so how long have you been teaching at OC actually eight years going eight on eight years. years and going on eight years mm-hmm. like so far in your eight years here what is probably like your favorite thing about being here about being here at central specifically yeah. 
Uh, just like a family-oriented aspect, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's really close. Yeah. Um, oh, it's a big place, but it's kind of like small too mm-hmm. at the same time. We're all yeah. like a really close, tight knit. I might not see somebody for four or five months you know, on the other end of the <laughs> yeah. world, but when you see yeah. him, it's like, oh, hey. Oh, hey, yeah. Like, like Mr. Williamson, I don't ever see him. But yeah, when I see upstairs. him, I'm like, when I take his parking spot sometimes, <laughs> it's like nothing, you know, no distance. Shout out to Mr. Williamson yes. and his parking spot. <laughs> um, that's that's really cool. I, I, I kind of didn't think about that aspect about being a teacher. You don't really see them very often, no. but when you do, it's like, oh, hey. I never How have you been? Ever. <laughs> I haven't seen yeah. him. I don't know. Yeah. The upstairs people, that's a different world. Oh my gosh. I didn't, I like, that's another, that's mind blowing. Like, I love Miss Hill so much, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I probably haven't seen her in at least two months. That is, and wow. And you're right here. You mm-hmm. know? I, like, that's, that's mind boggling. Um, so, like, kind of speaking of, like, where rooms and stuff are, um, your room is very, <laughs> very decorated with a lot of photos posters i see a dress over there yeah um like what kind of like some teachers kind of make their room look like a prison yeah. no offense to them oh. but they really don't have like many decorations and stuff what like inspired you to have like all of this like colorful decorations and stuff well i mean i'm gonna i have these kids with me you know for hours on end every day and i just want to have them like a warm environment, I don't know, where... I definitely get that vibe. Yeah, like, I want you to see things that you like, and mm-hmm. interesting things, something yeah. that makes you, I don't know, inspire something in you. I, I decorate it with a lot of stuff that I like, <laughs> and that kind of helps with bonds and relationships, because a lot of times, kids see teachers as not people, you know, yeah, that like is... a talking head or whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but when they see that you're a person, too, with likes and, and things you have in common, you kind of build... <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Build relationships. Yeah, a lot of the stuff's just random junk. But, oh, uh, really? Yeah. Know, like, I, I, I keep everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, it's a problem. And nah, uh, I think it's really like cool. Not many teachers, like, I mean, I some stuff. of them do clutter, but I mean, at least it's really pretty. And, and like stuff. my picture, I like to have like a, a wall. Of, speaking of the relationships again, yeah. you know, I've got all my kids on the wall over here. A lot of moments and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I do understand like the whole like you see your likes because I saw I remember my freshman year because I had you for English one mm-hmm. um I think I was like your third period yeah. um shout out to people that were in that class <laughs> um I saw the Stranger Things poster and I was like oh my god <laughs> this woman this woman's cool she's actually like because right. at the time I you know I was one of those people I didn't see teachers as like actual people yeah. but obviously doing like the whole teacher of the week thing that's changed obviously and so just like i do get the the warm vibe and like the i see like what your interests and stuff are it's pretty cool um oh like random question Mm -hmm. since you've been here for like eight years like what's probably one of your most like rememberable moments you probably have a couple a lot of teachers do (laughs) some teachers say like the pep rallies and stuff yeah i mean those are Mm -hmm. those are fun um (laughs) know we've had so many memorable moments so many like all the probably going back to just like mm-hmm. it's kind of sad like special moments that we've all bonded over like whenever mm-hmm. a tragedy hits or something like you you yeah. don't ever forget those things you know mm-hmm. or and, oh and of course the plays stuff like that those are all really special stuff, like yeah. the big culmination of <laughs> all of your work mm-hmm. i don't know it's pretty cool yeah that, that's like kind of just to kind of 
don't know, like to kind of see your progress, I guess. Mm-hmm. You, maybe you could say. Yeah. But um, yeah. Like, the place and stuff. Wild really... moment. I don't know. We're always doing. I'm always like, doing random stuff. One time yeah. we brought a pig in. Like, really? Yeah. For like kiss the pig day. Are you serious? You like had these jars and you put money in each one of a teacher. You know, <laughs> oh, oh, you yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, we, we had to kiss a pig in front of everybody. Oh my gosh! But Did, it got were you loose. Yeah, 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 it got loose, and Mr. Cunningham had to chase the thing down. It took like thirty minutes. Are you serious? Got you got to kiss the pig. Yes. Did its breath smell horrible? No, he was he's really cute. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was, really he was a really pleasant and gentle guy. He was, he was really he's sweet. Nice. He's very uh, yeah. very pig-like. Yeah. Very. Pig-like. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Best kiss ever. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing if you guys did that again. <laughs> I would love to see that. Well, we'll have to bring you back. Okay. Okay. We can we can tell Mr. Kendall that we can go Absolutely. bring up the idea. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but um, so sadly, before you know, I just abruptly end the interview. <laughs> do you have any like shoutouts or anything that you oh want to give out to any classes, periods, students, teachers, principals, Mr. Kendall? <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout outs definitely to my theater kids. Mm-hmm. They've been mm-hmm. preparing so hard for Greece. Like I'm working. Them it to seems death. like they're working very oh, hard. Yeah. It's it's borderline abusive i'm just kidding <laughs> take that off the okay no but no they're working really really hard they're amazing um probably my my juniors my fifth period juniors they've been doing a lot of work mm-hmm. gibson electric essays are coming up i've asked a lot of them oh yeah so they've been working really hard i don't yeah. know just all my kids are just killing it yeah they're Love killing them. it oh that's that's very sweet that you shouted all yeah. your kids but um <laughs> Miss Molly, thank you for this interview, and I, I really enjoyed it, and thank you for being oh, a really good I'm guy. honored. Thank you. Well, you guys, that is Teacher of the Week for this week, and so that was Miss Molly Scott, the one and only, and so I hope you guys enjoyed this interview, and I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the episode. I'll see you guys later. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I do not ever remember the kiss the pig thing, but... That sounds like literally the greatest thing I've ever heard of. So Miss Molly, you should definitely consider bringing that back because there are definitely a few teachers that I would love to pay money to watch them kiss a pig. And the fact, I would love to imagine Mr. Heath um, chasing down a pig to catch it. That would be, that just sounds hilarious. But just shout out to Miss Molly. You really are an amazing teacher. I'm in your fifth, or I'm in Miss Molly's fifth period, her English and we always have a good time in there and I definitely feel like I'm learning and definitely she was not lying when I say that her room is interesting and there is always something going on in there her room is a revolving door and there is anything and everything you could ever imagine in there so close your eyes and let me paint the picture of Miss Molly's room you walk into the door and you look to your right and there is this skeleton that just stares at the door It is a full life-size human skeleton, and I'm not really sure why it's there, but I believe the drama kids named it. I'm not sure what their name, what its name is, but it's just there with no questions asked. And then next to the skeleton, there are canned food items that are expired past the leaf that are used for if an intruder arrives, we can pick up the canned items and use it as a weapon. So good thinking by Miss Molly. And at the back of the room, you have clothing items beyond anything you could ever imagine. Dresses, tuxedos, anything for her theater crew. There's a keyboard back there that isn't plugged in that I've been meaning to plug in and just play to see if it works. 
I mean, anything you could ever imagine in that room. But that's really what makes it special. And oh, not to mention, on the wall, there is every poster ever of... There's a Supernatural poster. There's a Mandalorian post poster. Um, there may be a League of Legends poster up there. I'm not sure. I may be lying about that one. But there's everything you can ever imagine. And I think that's what makes Miss Molly a good teacher. She's down to earth. And she tries to connect with the student on not just a teacher level, but just a friend level. And I think that's what makes a good teacher. But just shout out to Miss Molly and all she does for the school. I know she genuinely cares about the students and definitely wants to make Central a better place. And that's definitely what I stand for. But thank you, Miss Molly. Thank you, Austin, for doing the interview. Wonderful job. But guys, that just about wraps up this episode of Rebelcast. I hope you guys have enjoyed. I know we haven't been coming at you lately, but we've all been really busy. It is the spring. And like I said in previously in the podcast, um, Avery, we all play spring sports, actually, because Laney plays softball. Avery and Cameron and I play soccer and Austin plays tennis. And um, it's just really sometimes difficult to get the schedules right. But we promise you that we're going to try and bring episodes um, whenever we can. Cannot promise one every Friday, but I promise you that we're always working to definitely make Rebelcast a thing because it's a wonderful idea and we definitely love to do it for you guys. So please keep the support up. When we post an episode, we really appreciate it when you listen. Be sure to tell your friends and share it because we do not want the numbers to get down because that's discouraging to us. But even if they do get down, we don't care. We're still going to make it for the guys who listen because we love you guys and we really appreciate all of your support. But as always, I like to thank it to end it with thanking Bryson, our editor. He always does a wonderful job with editing and we really couldn't do it without him. So thank you to Bryson Dunn for doing the editing on the podcast. But I believe that's all I have to say here for the outro. So guys, I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Rebelcast and I'll see you in the next one in the future. But um, I appreciate you guys for listening this long and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Later.